noise, make 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 noise. We're gonna hop right to Poe, who's George Floyd's blood brother, and what's up? He's gonna sit here with a little bit of of an idea of who his brother really was. What's happening, man? How you feeling? First and foremost, good speaking to you, man. Man, good speaking to you, fat man. Salute to you, man. And you got what you got accomplished and what you have done, you know what I'm saying, in your career and what you got going on, first of all. And I appreciate you having me on, man, so I can let my voice be heard, man, and people can feel me and my family and the family of Breonna Taylor and other people, man. Slowly but surely, slowly but surely, I'm going to get to everybody, man, because... You know, I have a hundred and you know fifteen thousand followers or whatever, but I'm gonna tell mm-hmm. you what: every one of them, if I got anything to say about it, they gonna all know what it is, and, and that's where I'm at with it. So let's let's start let's start here. First of all, man, how are you holding up, and how your fa- how is your family holding up? Well, I ain't, I talked to my sisters. You know, I talked to them in traffic. I talked to Roxanne, my sister-in-law, Gianna's mom. I just got through talking to her and Gianna. But me, for the most part, man, I, I it's moving fast, school. You know, but in my situation, that's a good thing for me because I don't need time to be sitting down thinking, you know, because I, you know, I didn't take a couple losses, you know, in these last little couple of years or whatnot, you know what I'm saying? And that's the way I handled it, by keep moving. And by bro situation being what it is, it gave me something to strive for, to keep my mind occupied away from the sad moments. You know, and mm-hmm. Steve been with me. Steve been with me majority, I could say, basically over 85% of the time since my brother left. Mm-hmm. And he could tell you, like, I don't give myself time to think about it. I'm trying to make sure, see what's going on, checking, you know, things I was never checking on. I'm checking on. Mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I'm monitoring now. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm trying to speak the words that, that a lot of our people been trying to speak to us lately. You know what I'm saying? And I'm saying that to say because stuff I didn't pay attention to and I took for granted school is real now. And I see it's real now. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like my brother went through what he went through and, and, and this whole situation for us to pay attention and make somebody be held accountable for the things that's going on and for us to get, you know what I'm saying, the same justice that everybody else get, major- you know, whether our color, whether our race. Got you. Uh, 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 your mother, your parents, how, how, how's everybody on that side hang- holding up? My, uh, well, you know, we don't have the same mother, you know what I'm saying? First of all, let's you know we don't have the same mother. Me and him was we we born together by the ghetto, but it's still like I have stated before. It still is no one that knows him more than me that's living in life today. I have spent mm-hmm. more time with him than anybody. Oh, yes. you know? And and like I said, you know what I'm saying. Our parents is dead, so mm-hmm. you know that kind of brings another situation on the situation with him and his mom, like. He was screaming for his mom, and she wasn't else. See that that you know this that's that's them them the touching moments about what went on with my brother. You feel me? Like and and and, and we was raised in the house to where I call her sister, where she took care of us so much till we 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 basically 
was to the point when we get scared or when something happened, we gonna scream for her. Like anybody, any grown man, mm. when he's scared, first thing he gonna holler his mama. Your mother, exactly. Exactly, 100%, 100%. Well, have, you, have, you, have you ever been brutalized by the police? I have never been jumped on by the police. You know what I'm saying? I have been, I have been slapped by the police once. You know, once before when I was incarcerated, I ended up losing mm. the teeth on the side of my mouth. You know what I'm saying? So that yeah, I, that was that was a, a correctional officer, but it was the same thing. Same. You know, I have never right. experienced what my brother experienced. I have never experienced what's going on right now today. You know what I'm saying? But for the most part. You know what I'm saying? I have been experiencing it mentally for as them pulling up, jumping out, the bruising their authority. And, you know, and I don't want to get out the subject school, but since this been going on, I have learned now why they do that. Our police officers are trained by the Israels. They are literally trained over there. All our tactics, everything that we, we, we mark, they hold police system out there. They are, and anybody can check it out. These are the people that train our peace officers. Hmm. So you, so you think it, you think it comes, you think it comes from over there, which, which yeah, is, a, which is, a, which, which, which is an interesting theory. My, here's my question for you. The whole thing started with a store owner that called about a, con, a counterfeit bill, supposedly, right? Yes. That, that's, that's actual, that's the fact, right? Because I wanted to get clear on that. Do you have any ill will towards the owner of that store? No, not towards the owner of the store, no. No, it, I'm a realist. Tell us why. I don't because if that, was, if that was what was taking place, you can't fault him for doing what he was supposed to do to protect his store, where he feed his family. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. if, that, if everything happened the way they said for us, you know what I'm saying, because... I done heard six, seven different stories with that, you know. So mm. I try not to get stuck on that one little small thing of when it's a bigger picture. But I understand what you are saying. Right. Got you, got you. All right, so I'm going to preface this by saying that I don't think that I could actually do this. If I was in your shoes, I don't think I could have done it. Did you actually watch the video? Could you bring yourself to do it? I watched it. Wow. I watched it. And you know why I watched it? Because first of all, I started out curious. I wanted to see how it took place. I didn't know that it was going to get as gruesome as it got. I didn't know that it was going to get to the graphics like how it got. And mind you, I didn't have the other angle. The other angle came from the store owner. So that's another reason why I felt his, I, I understood, I felt him. And I didn't hold him too much accountable because he could have kept that. When the matter got out of hand, I don't know, you know, I'm a realist fat man, but his the store owner's son was one of the ones ran out there and the police told him to get back. Wow. So, so the guy, the people who actually called the police on him went out there to say, wait up, hold on. You're it's going too far. And they told him, get, shut up, get back. Yeah, on the video when the police holler, hey, get back, get back. That's the store owner's kid. Wow. So they 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 were for justice and decency. They didn't want it to go that far. They yeah, saw it, went it too was far. inhumane. 
Yeah, when it went too far, they pulled this, like, basically, I ain't going to say that they was teaming up on my brother, but, you know, they did call the people to initiate the situation. But when they saw the situation was getting out of hand from everything I have investigated and known, they were they wasn't with that. It got wow. out of hand. Okay, so it got out of hand. People, if you're just tuning in, we're talking to Paul George Floyd's brother. I have so many questions, and... If you want to ask a question as well, there's a question mark box at the bottom lower part of your Instagram. Just type your question in there. And if I can get to it and we have enough time with him, we'll get to it. Um, where were you when you heard about the video? Where were you when you heard about this act? And, and did you know it was your brother? No, see, this is what happened. I, I didn't see the video first. I was asleep. My phone kept ringing. I had been up, you know what I'm saying? I had been up all night. With my um my other with like my little brother um this night little T do music but I was up with him all night in the studio well anyway when I get home I go to sleep my wife wake me up I hear the phone ring and I don't answer because I'm in one of them sleeps where you just like get it later so they stop mm -hmm. ringing mine and my wife phone wrong when my wife phone wrong she answered I can hear her you like you have in the sleep I can hear her talking mm -hmm. and she was like okay she hung the phone up you know what I'm saying then she touched me she baby. Baby, get up. Floyd just got killed by the police. So I heard her, you know, but I was like, I, I'm, I'm like, oh, no, she baby, get up. But by the time I was getting up, she was, I already had the video and the phone, passing me the phone. So I'm looking at the video right now. It's like, all that hit me at one time. They told me I'm looking at the video. Wow. It, it was four days before they arrested the cops who killed killed him and stood by and did nothing why he was being killed. But while your brother was allegedly, we have to say allegedly right now, being, because uh, I call it an execution. Do you think four days was too long? Because it seemed, it seemed way longer to me than four days. Do you think that four days was too long for them to be brought in? For us to be asking, is it too long? We know the answer to that. For that to even be a question, like we saw, I, I, I watched the same thing. I stood there. They made me eat it. They made me bite it. And however you want to say, take it on the chin in the hood, like we said, make me take it on the chin. That's why I have adapted the head up, chest down, because they made me be like that. They made me stand there and watch that. It was a person I couldn't do nothing to. Anybody who know me know where I'm from. They know how I am. And it was a person I couldn't do nothing to, I couldn't say nothing to because it's the law. Mm -hmm. They made me stand there and take that. Because you can't, who, who, who protects you when the bad guy is the guy who's supposed to protect you? And hey. how can you fight someone that you can't fight because that person's the law? So I, I, I clearly understand it. it. It's heartbreaking because there's no way that you can get the justice you want. Speaking of which, what would you and your family consider justice? What should be the punishment in your eyes? What's the punishment if me and you go kill a man like that? Going right to jail. Okay, that's the punishment. They set the standards. They set the punishment. What makes it any difference? Since we're not in the racist system and the racist world, what makes it any different if me and you kill him? Or they kill him. The rules and the law are supposed to still be the same. Mm -hmm. If me and you kill him, we know where we're going. 
school. Mm-hmm. We're going right. We're getting locked up. We're going. We're going we, right we away. Might go, we might go get fried, school, especially on mm-hmm. some racism stuff. I know in Texas, we about going to be getting fried, school. You hear me? Uh, New York, New York, you're going to jail at least. New York, okay. you definitely going Okay, now, now check this out, school. Why we had to do all that for y'all to arrest these people? 100%, I, I agree with you. What what makes you the most angry about this entire situation? That I can't do nothing. That you that that you made me that you made me set up and um you made me set up and take it. You made me set up and take it like I can't do nothing. Like like you made me just set up there and take that. Like like I I'm not. Who gives you the authority to do that to us? You make the law. You run this country. So that's how you show how we supposed to act? That's what we do? And the crazy part about it is he was begging for mercy. We all heard him. It's not like you didn't hear it. But that go back to that training you getting from these people that's living in the country that's already killing each other and handling they people. And now you're going to come to this free country where it's supposed to be love for all and all for whoever together, however y'all saying it. But now it gets over here, it's a whole nother ball game. Why? Because he black? That, you saying, I can't argue with you. Bro, I can't argue with you. I can't. I can't disagree with you, bro. I want to see your face. So, pull pull the pull the camera down real quick. There you go. Um, you know, it it. There's so many questions. I, I want to hold you as long as I can because there's so Man, many you questions. You can hold me, cause I, you can hold me, Scoop, cause I want them to hear. This is all I could do, so I ain't gonna stop. Okay, I mean, people want so much clarity about this. Uh, you Thanks. know, I'm it's also everything. Okay, it's also said that the cop who did this to your brother actually knew him. Is that true? And if so, how did he know him? Yes, he knew him. They both worked at the same club, the club. It was a club there that they had hip-hop dancing and twerking at every, um, like on every certain night. And my brother was the lead, like, bouncer. He was like the head of the security. But the officer also was the officer. He was the, 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 the PD that was there, that worked there. The MPD that worked there. He was he was the officer there. They worked in the same club for, for like, from what I was told, six, seven months. They've been in the same, they, they worked together. So then how could, I, I'm, I'm confused because if you worked with a guy seven months, how could you put your knee on his neck for 10 minutes? I, I don't get that. Like, was it was it something that you heard? Maybe they had an, a, a, another beef. They were angry at each other. Somebody okay. did something. Did, something had to happen here. If you know somebody for that long, for you that for that to happen, was there anything that you heard that was like a maybe a side story? Yeah. Okay. Here you go. I know my brother. He's a big fella. He's a big black fella. They had, they had some twerking, some, I don't know, some stripper stuff going on at the club or whatnot. So say him and, him and my brother, he flirts with the women too. I guess he playing the police role, he flirts with them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. My brother's a big black friendly guy. 
See, he's magnet to women, even when he's not trying to mess with them. He's just, a, you know, like every big friendly dude. They said that my brother were in his way with a lot of his dealings with the females there. This yeah. is what I was told. And what I do know is on that video, when they first grabbed my brother and set him against the wall and set him down on the ground, I do know he was cool, he was calm and collected. And I did see when that other police car pulled up and hit that officer there got out the car, my brother's whole behavior changed. Then so when he got in the car, then when he got in the car and they pulled him out the car after the other officer stood there and said, camera, camera, because that was in the camera, they pulled him out on the other side. And when they pulled him out on the other side and lay him on the ground, you know what I'm saying? When they put the camera back, when the camera get back on my brother, he's saying they finna kill me. They finna kill me. Now he know y'all finna kill him. So whatever went on in that car, when y'all put him through one side and pulled him out the other, because the the the, uh, the Asian dude in front, if it, if the years Asian was hollering about camera, but we watching the car, the truck rocking, so something going on. We watching the truck rocking, so something going on in there. But when y'all pull him out, all he's saying is y'all finna kill him. So like we don't you you don't know exactly what happened between them, but they, you're saying that there had to be something that happened beforehand. Yeah, I, from what I'm analyzing, it had to happen beforehand. Like I was just trying to walk. That's why I was walking you through that part, Scoop. When he when they set him on the on side the building, he was calm. We all the video is out, y'all. So when y'all look at it. He was calm when the first two officers that wasn't being aggressive with him, that wasn't tripping with him when they guided him to the building and set him down. He sat down. Everything was cool. When that other police car pulled up with Mr. Derrick in it, my brother's behavior became a little edgy. You could see it. You could see his movements and everything. They go to pick him up off the ground. He couldn't get off the ground with the handcuffs on. So that's another reason for you not to even have to put your knee on him. You see him when he down like that with them cuffs behind his back. He can't do nothing. Because y'all just had to help him get off the ground. So what are you going to do? Get up and run? He couldn't just get up just now. But anyway, the, the, you know, when Mr. Derrick got there, like I say, my brother's behavior changed. Once Mr. Derrick came in the screen on the pitch and put his hand on my brother, communication went left. All of a sudden, now he's trying to resist. All of a sudden, he's doing all this extra stuff that he wasn't doing. That we can't see him out, doing. He said outright there, because I couldn't, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I saw a part of it, but I couldn't watch it. I couldn't do it, man. I, I, I couldn't do it. So you have to walk me through it. He said they're fitting to kill me. Yeah, he said they finna kill me. He said I can't breathe. They finna kill me. Mama help. Mama, they finna kill me. Then you looking at the truck, you see his fetus, you see his he done urinated on himself and all that just coming under the truck. And you see him stop moving and you still got your feet on his neck. Like, what do you do that? Like, come on, man, that's personal. What what do he do to you for you to, to, to do that to him? He, he not moving, man. Why are you steady doing it? And the whole while, what I'm saying right now, you can hear the people in the camera saying it. He's bleeding out his nose. He not moving. He's 
This what the people saying that's in the crowd, Scoop. Why is you still got your feet on his neck? These what these people saying. He go limp. He goes so limp to the people in the crowd say he's not moving no more. Why is you still doing that? Wow, that's the, the, the you know, to to that's that's crazy. Having having your brother or any loved one executed in such a manner for the world to see is extremely traumatic. How do you get away from the mad madness? And how do you insulate your family from this? Because obviously it's traumatic, but it's so public for everybody to see. How, how have you been able to insulate your family from this, man? You know, man, and it's crazy because I want to thank my family school because my family have came and supported me. All of my close close friends, that's my real friends, and the people that I know and I have learned this situation have really, for me, Scoop, it have showed me who really loved me, Scoop, this whole thing that I'm going through. You know, because I've been going through a lot, Scoop. You know, Steve could tell you, T-Bone them, they all could tell you. Like, I've been, this been a mental roller coaster. It's been all there for me, man. But I'm built for it. You know what I'm saying? And my brother chose me to speak for him, and that's what's going to happen, school. It's not a choice, it's not a decision, it's what's got to happen. That's what's got to happen. Do you, do you, are you ever able to take a break from it? That, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Or is it around so much that you just can't take a break from it? It's a, I can't take a break from it. When I'm not on the road, because I'm on the tour with Steve now, when I'm not on mm. the road, it's right here, it's, it's at home. You know, my wife, my wife, my wife, she tried to keep me, give me a little comfort. You know, she 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 tries, but it's it's happening so much, Scoop, and it's a big situation. And I always, yeah, and I I have always been a, a verbal person. You know, I'm not scared to say what I want to say. I'm gonna say it, and and and, and I'm keep and I'm gonna keep screaming the Scoop, because that's all I could do. I can't. Yeah, 100%, 100%. That's that's really at this point you just have to be verbal and spread the word as much as you can. What are you expecting from the Minneapolis PD? What what are you what are your expectations? Well, they've been killing. My brother just was the one that there was they couldn't hide. When I got down there, like I said, this whole situation had me on top of things that I wasn't before. So Minnesota been killing. That's why, like Steve told you, the people in Minnesota loved us. They treated us like we was God in Minnesota. Like, I never got there, but they, because they see us speaking up for what they've been going through. Ain't nobody been talking about what they've been going through. Mm -hmm. You know, so Minnesota PD, they got to step it up, man. Like, it, it's just, it's too much going on. Because they nobody's been dropping out there by the police that ain't been right. You know, too many incidents. You know where you have a problem in. Mm -hmm. So, so what do you, what do you want from them? What what, what do you expect from them? They what need, what, I think what are you looking to, for for them to do? They need to reboot. They need to reboot. They need to gut that whole system out. You know, we know how they get their officers. Hey, man, gut that out. Ship you some more from overseas. Y'all already just letting anybody train them. Well, let's try a new batch because that batch got too many bodies on. It. So, so do you do you feel like community policing, maybe defunding the police? What 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 
if you if you I'll make it simple for you. If you were the police chief, with what happened, how would you handle? Everybody, if if I could do it my way, scoop everybody from my two underlings gotta go. I want everything new. Everybody, everybody that was on the watch when them bodies got dropped, when that unpo that police brutality, when all them unjust acts happened, they have to go. Especially the ones that have been around for two and three unjust actions, like the man, like the coroner who uh, uh, who keep getting the autopsies wrong, the causes of death wrong, the ME, like he he need to be like he got to go. That's too many chances to make the same mistake. It don't take a rocket scientist to see y'all system gotta go. Is y'all system is not working? I got you. I got you. My my second question is: Have you spoken to the governor of Minnesota or any elected official in the state? Has anybody come to you and said, "Hey, man, you know, whatever they, whatever reached out, anything communication." Mm-mm. I think Steve had told me that we were supposed to talk to. Uh, I, I want to say, I want to say, the mayor of Minnesota. Because somebody was trying to get us to get, I have a sit down with him or whatnot, but I don't know how that happened. It never happened. But as of right now, I haven't talked to no official out of Minnesota. And I've been okay. in Minnesota a lot. Okay. Because of all of what's going, going on, has any of you, has any of your family, excuse me, because of all that has gone on, has you or any of your family been threatened by anyone? Yeah, I had got some pictures. You know, telling me what they gonna do to me. You know what I'm saying? You know, some small ones. I can't really. I don't really want to say. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. it wasn't nothing I couldn't handle. School. You know. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I just don't want my my family. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like it's enough of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. I agree with you 100. Have Have any politicians offered to work with you to change policy because of what happened? Houston, I ain't gonna lie. In Houston, Chief Fenner, Mayor Turner, I ain't gonna lie. I got, and I'm not just saying this because I'm from Houston, but the people in Houston, they've been supportive from all the organizations and all that. Everybody been trying to work together and help help us. You know what I'm saying? Get through this situation and help some justice come out of this whole situation. Makes sense. Makes sense. And I would expect it. You guys are from Houston. That's your hometown. That's That would make sense. Has Black Lives Matter movement reached out to you with any funding, any support, any resources? Have you heard from them? Or nah, I, not me. Not me. I haven't. I haven't got no funding from nobody. Every town, every place I go to, basically, is Steve, me and Steve, you know what I'm saying? Like, and the organizer who help us who helping us get our word out here. Like, ain't nobody gave me nothing. I haven't received no check from nobody. I ain't down with no GoFunds me. I ain't did none of that. Like, I, you know, I'm not saying, you know, that I'm I'm, I'm, I'm well off, don't need help or nothing like that. No, I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is I haven't received no money from nobody. Okay, but here's the thing. And here's why I ask you this. And I'm going to... I can only speak for myself. I'll ask the question if somebody from Black Lives Matter comes on the show and talks to me. Yeah. This entire movement, really, 
your, it's on your brother's shoulders. Bottom yeah. line. And I'm fine. Right. You, you, the whole movement is on your brother's shoulders. You and Stack are on the front lines of this. So it would make perfect sense to me that Black Lives Matter would be in your face immediately funding you, uh, uh, giving you support, whether that's, whether that's housing, uh, 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 travel, material support, in, in, in every matter. And you're telling me that not no, no one has reached you, no one has contacted you, anything from that movement. Not that I know of. No. No, I haven't. Um, what I'm doing, I'm doing this. It's me, man. It's my brother, school. And, and it's just you and Stack. That's it. Me and Stack. That's that's all I see. You know what I'm saying? I take that back. I got a uh, like a old school mentor dude um, from Atlanta. Will he helps us? Charles Oakley helps us. You know our brothers like Byron Davis, like Matt Barnes. You know. Them, them dudes all have accepted me like they brother. I lost my brother, you know what I'm saying? And my whole situation caused a crazy situation with me. But I can say that all of them dudes, you know what I'm saying, like J.R. Smith, all of them, them, they have embraced me. Rasheed Wallace, you know, Gilly the Kid, they all embraced me, man. And they, they built their own brotherhood with me. They kind of been helping me, you know what I'm saying, fat man, like get through little things, you know. Like Bonzi Wells, like these are, you know, now nah, I ain't never talked to nobody else doing all the people that I have talked to that even checks on my well-being. That's, I have, I have two or three more questions and I'm just going to open it up to the people and let them ask you. Was there a reason that you guys decided to go with a closed casket funeral? Was it becoming too public and the family just wanted some sense of privacy? Was there any reason behind that? Because a lot of people, you know, you know, I said myself, I have my own reasons why you guys did it, but I wanted to know from the family if there was any reason why you guys did it. I don't, I ain't gonna lie, at the time, like I said, I was so out of, so I don't know what the, what was the situation with that for school, so I'm not gonna say nothing, and that wasn't the reason why, you know, but for the most, for the most part, it was a lot of stuff going on, unorganic, organic, you know, it was just a lot going on with that situation, you know, that I really don't want to touch bases with, you know what I'm saying, too much, but it was just a lot of stuff that was going on, man, that was just, you know. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. I, I You know, I, I said to myself, you know, for me, I said, maybe it's just that there needs to be something that's private, because if you put an open casket funeral now, not only do you have the way that he was executed, you now have pictures of it. And now that, that you know, now you got to see it over and over again. So I thought maybe that was the reason behind why the family did it. Um, what are three things that you wish to be changed because of what happened? Three things that you wish to see changed because of what happened to your brother. First of all, the the voting the 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 the, quali the the qualifications to vote, you know, we need the the voting the voting need to be done differently. That whole aspect from the polls, the location of the polls, who can and can't vote, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of that structure is it, it, it knocks our people from voting, so that that already hinders us from one. 
You know what I'm saying? So I think we need to overlook, go back and look at the way that we stop people from having their rights to vote. You know, first of all, first, that's what we have to do. First of all, get it back to where we all can vote, where you can't just basically, because the laws and the rules, it excite majority of our people from vote. So we get to it right there. And I think that police training in America needs to be different. Mm-hmm. They need we to, we need some form of, yeah, not, to make it to not make it so um, aggressive. Uh, you know, a friend of mine is uh, is in the armed forces, and he's he's a real deal operator. And he told me, he said, if if we did in other countries what the police do here, we would be brought up on military tribunal, and. That gave me everything that I needed to know about the training. What's the last thing that you'd like to see changed? A new president. Well, they, they, they listen. I think I think that I think that this has woke a lot of people up, and I I think if if something's going to happen, it's probably going to happen in the selection cycle, and. I, you know, there's too many people that are woke. There's too many people that didn't like his response. My final question is this. Being that your brother basically is Black Lives Matter, what did you feel about the video of the woman painting the Black Lives Matter over in black paint? Did you see that video? Yeah. What yeah. did you feel about that? What were your thoughts? First of all, I want to know um, what was her bond, what they charged her with. Because I know we couldn't just do that. We'll be in jail on some type of charges. So I need. I want to know. Did why did nobody arrest her? First of all, and second of all, now what if a black person would have pulled up and expressed how they felt, how she was expressing how she felt? You feel me, school? Because mm-hmm. that happens. Speak your peace. Mm-hmm. Speak your peace, brother. I mean. I have the same, I have the exact same questions. I, I didn't even think about it. I said, well, because that is destruction of property. So what were you charged? What were you charged with? How come we didn't see her get arrested? If you, if you did it, I bet you if you did it, you'd have been in jail. Oh, I would have, I would have, listen, I would, I wouldn't be, I'd be getting out next week. I, I, I'd probably be getting out next week. And, and. That is a very interesting point you brought up, man. I thank you for bringing that point up because I never even thought about it that way. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, let me see. I'm gonna see if anybody has some questions that they want to ask. Hold on one second. Uh, let's see here. Uh, okay, it's so many, it's so many. We'll be here all day. I just want to thank you. I want to thank you for coming through, man. I appreciate it. You have my DM. Hit me when you need me, bro. You have my DM. Hit me when you need me, and we will talk, man. I highly appreciate you for coming through, man. Thank man. you for being a part of this, man. I really appreciate it. Hey, man, I highly appreciate you, Scoop, for real, because, man, I need everybody in every platform, man, to understand, man, the time is now. We got to change something. You know what I'm saying? And if you can't vote, you need to persuade somebody to vote. All you brothers who got them, them, them convictions and can't vote, hey, man, make sure your wife get up and vote. Make sure your kids that's old enough to vote, make them vote, man. 
And if somebody, mm -hmm. if you can't, if you ain't got nobody to vote, persuade somebody who don't want to vote, persuade them to vote how you want them to vote. Mm -hmm. 100%. We got right. to use everything. The time is not school. We got to be head up, chest out. We got to take steps forward and none backward. We got to start demanding and not asking school. Yep, 100%. Not, man. I, I clearly, I believe everything you're saying in my entire being and my entire soul. Like I said, you got my DM, hit me, and we'll talk later. Love you, man. Appreciate you. Love, man. Love, Scoop. Love. Thank y'all. God bless. God bless. Make Noise with Fat Man Scoop is produced by myself alongside Raj Kachetcha and the team at creativecontentagency.com. Please support this podcast by leaving us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. I'd love that. And by following this podcast on Spotify and sharing links to episodes you enjoy with your friends. Do it. You can also email the show via podcast at fatmanscoop.com. I answer that. Or you can DM me at Fat Man Scoop. Yes, I answer DMs.